0: Okay, I'm going to call this episode, Stop Being a Coward. Probably sounds a little harsher than it actually is, but once in a while we need a little kick in the ass to get our lives where we want them, and this is true in the fitness industry. This is true in virtually every aspect of our lives. Okay, so when I talk about cowardice, it's an interesting dichotomy, I think, between, uh, between courage and cowardice and both have the potential of extremes. If you take what we would call courageousness to its extreme, uh, it becomes recklessness. If you take, uh, whereas if you take sort of safety, I guess, um, which, you know, you need a level of safety, but if that's taken too far, it becomes cowardice. Uh, It's also very cowardly to be so afraid of, I guess we would call this a, a diversity of thought, that you want to shut down anyone who has differing views than you to call them dangerous ideas these kinds of things if that's your mentality sorry to break it to you you're a coward now what surprised me was the other day a, uh, a friend of mine who um, he's in the film industry he's a uh, an artist he, he does a lot of paintings and things and and generally quite beautiful paintings uh, and he's in the art department in the movie industry Uh, He posted something about how he wants uh, political people who he disagrees with to be banned from Twitter and have their, their things censored super high. I was having this conversation with my wife the other day that I used to be very... Uh, openly liberal when I was younger, when I went to film school, and where my life was my art, basically. Like, I dabble in stuff now, but not certainly not to the extent where it was when when that was sort of my life and my main identity. And part of the draw for me for liberal ideologies was the freedom of expression, that freedom that even risking potentially offending somebody is okay in the pursuit of art, in the pursuit of truth, in the pursuit of beauty. Uh, because it's so subjective, right? You never you, you can't be so concerned with hurting somebody's feelings that you limit yourself. Now there is a time and place of course for editing, right? And there comes a time and place where you you realize you may be overstepped, right? So when you're art, maybe you you are in that zone of creativity. And, and look, sometimes sometimes restrictions can lead to more creativity. This is true. I mean, it used to be the case where you had to be very careful of what you said. Um, I'm thinking like, you know, the, the 1950s and 60s where, you know, you couldn't even say the word sex. So they had to be creative and, and get around those limitations. So there is that aspect of it, too. But... I feel now when you when we're in in the world we're in and the uh, the the one side seems to be trying to cancel everything that offends it that flies right in the face of art. It's a very bizarre thing to me because. The censorship used to come from the right, you know, about conserving traditional values and you don't want to, you know, be taboo and these kinds of things. And now it's the opposite. I don't know what's happened. I don't know. So it was very surprising to me to see this artist say, well, let's hide from ideas that challenge us. That is cowardly. It was cowardly when the right did it. And and you could argue, I suppose, that it, it was less about cowardice and more about conservatism. I, I see that. I get that. But now there's no argument for that. Because the left is not about conser- conservation of anything. So what is it about? Why are you trying to hide from intellectual ideas that either it's either because you have no real response to it, um, or because you've just been trained to be a coward. And I think this needs to be rooted out of our culture. Um. This, is, this is true in, in everything, right? I, I'm seeing less and less selfless acts, uh, courageous acts. We're being told that if we say the wrong thing, we will be destroyed. So it takes a very courageous person to stand up in the face of that and say, fuck you. I am not doing anything harmful here. You're just trying to shut me down because you're the coward, um, but still it takes a level of courage to stand up to that, especially when it feels like the mob is going to be after you. I talked about this a while ago when I, you know, talked about the, the challenge of trying to know when it's time to stand up and when it's time to sit down. It's still a very true and real thing. Uh, there was an expression I, I heard recently, which I think is good. It's good to think about, which is, at least don't make it worse, right? And there's sometimes where you, you see something, see somebody saying something or... Um, and you want to challenge them because I guess I have this philosophy that the louder you voice your opinion, the more you should be ready to defend it. On the other hand, sometimes... You know, um, calling somebody out on their own opinion, uh, knowing full well they won't be able to defend it very well, might just make things worse. It might make the relationship worse. It might not be worth the 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 hole you're going to start digging in that relationship. That being said, um, I think also it is important that we don't become bystanders that allow. Cruelty, I think cruelty is the biggest evil. Telling somebody that they can't talk because it might risk hurting someone's feelings is being cruel to everybody who, uh, basically, everyone who's not you. And it's being stupid. It's cutting yourself off at the knees. But obviously, uh, it's they don't see it this way. You know, uh, they see it well. The way they see it is how I said they see it is. Your ideas are dangerous and I can't allow you to spread them because some people out there are stupider than me and they won't know that your ideas are bad. So I have to protect them from you. That's the way they see it. So basically it's insulting everybody. It's calling everybody who's not them too stupid to use their own judgment. Uh, so it's, it's arrogant. Uh, it's stupid. It's cowardly. Um, and the reality is, if they actually tried to put up a sensible argument against these ideas, um, my feeling is they would come up short, because if they were capable of, of having a good response to it, uh, and, and sometimes they are, but most of the time these types of people aren't, um, if they did, then good for them, and they should do that, right? So why is it detrimental to be a coward? If we fear challenging ourselves, we're never going to grow. That's true intellectually. That's true physically. That's true spiritually, I suppose. It's true in every single quadrant of life that, in which we exist. Now, obviously, as I said before, there are extremes. You don't want to be reckless. You want to use some wisdom, challenge yourself in a way that's not going to kill you, still challenge yourself the people who master anything in life have mastered this they know how to challenge themselves in a way that is going to allow them to grow so find that don't be afraid of finding that I moved across the country um, knowing nobody a couple years ago it was scary but one of the reasons I did it was because I wanted my son to learn. Uh, he was—he was the one. He was quite vocally against the idea. He was quite comfortable where we lived, and I wanted him to see that you know what—you can do it. You can—you can do things that seem scary on the surface, and you'll come out of it okay. And I—I I remind him often now. Looking back, it's—it it worked out quite well for us. Uh, we have a great life here. I uh, met my wife here, who I suppose that's not <laughs> not as much of a thing for him as it is for me, but, you know, it's, it's still some evidence that forcing yourself to do things that seem scary are often the greatest things in life. There's a book called Tools, and one of the first the, the idea behind the book, just quickly, is that it, it gives you some tools to overcome some of the great challenges we we face in life. It's meant to be a very practical approach to life, to happiness. And one of the first things it's talking about is overcoming anxiety. And the way to do it is to adopt a mentality of bring it on. You you say to your anxiety, you say to these things that can worry you and concern, you bring it on. I love that. And that, to me, is the... the core the root of courage. So I guess if I had one challenge uh, that would be to take on this attitude of bring it on or I got this you know um, when, when a situation or a an idea concerns you cha- uh, scares you, challenges you um, when anything kind of worries you tell yourself I got this That's it for today. See ya.